Hey everybody, welcome back for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, and I am here in the Wash Media Studios, joined by Phil Battaglia. Phil, what's going on? Hey, you doing all right over there? Yeah? You yeah. recovered from the weekend? Yeah, you know, the allergies didn't really kick in as I thought they were. No, On no. Saturday, I was really nervous. Okay, all right. Well, we're here at the, uh, you know, at the intersection of uh, style and pop culture, and um, you know what we have not asked for in a long time? five-star reviews. Right. We should make sure that you're subscribed if you're listening. And if you've never written us a review, or even if you have, I think they let you do it more than once. Pop in there. Yeah. Throw us, throw us five stars. You, I mean, I, I would love a five-star review, but even if, even if you think it's like four stars, I'm still curious to see, you know, what, what you would, what you would write in there. Like what, uh, no, no, only, only only five, only five stars. We don't want to hear it. If it's bad, we don't want to hear it. Okay. That can't be a negative. That's fair. That's fair. You, you, we we had a guy come to the house and he was uh, a window salesman. I'll, I'll I'll put him on blast. Renewal by Anderson. Renewal by Anderson. Door to door. You ever heard of these guys? Yeah. The, no, we. I mean, we scheduled it. We scheduled oh, okay. it. They they send the flyers and all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a it it's it's kind of a high pressure. You know, today s- you need to sales meeting. Yeah, you need these windows. Yeah, yes. and they, they. I'm not really. For some reason, the window game in particular. It's just an is an absolute mess out there. Like most of the companies, you you basically have like the Home Depot option, uh-huh. which is you know lower end. Not really sure about the quality. Like who knows what what you're going to get installation wise, quality of the window wise, and then a bunch of other people that are like, I'm going to need to come into your house, sit down with my binder and my iPad, and run you through a two hour spiel about why our windows are the best and all other windows suck ass. Wow. It's really it's 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 bad out there. Anyway, at the end of this at the end of this whole thing, you know, we did not accept the uh Ooh, today like today he did you know, he was not a fan. Ooh. Uh but he did but he did he closed this thing off with, "Okay, all right. Well, you, after this, you're going to get an email asking um n- nothing about the windows, nothing about the product, but only about me. And you you you'll be asked to rate me. So, uh, you know, if if you could please give me a a 10, that would be, I would really appreciate that because it basically for them, anything under a 10 is a zero. Wow. And that's, you know, it's kind of like the Uber thing, right? Yeah. Like when I, when I have a bad Uber, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to give, I'm going to give them four stars. That, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them four stars and you like feel guilty about giving them, you know, 80% out of a hundred. Yeah. Like, you, no, you're like, I, I don't like that. I don't like that. You should be able to honestly rate your drivers and your window salespeople mm-hmm. based on on how you felt about them. And, try, and a seven is okay, maybe needs improvement. An eight is just fine. You just weren't mind-blowingly excellent. And then I'll give you the one or the two if you really, really need work or I don't think that you're in the right line of work. But like, I, I, I didn't like that either. Like, you got to give me a 10. Everything else is is just is, is you know, deadly squat. Well, first of all, they should be getting points deducted for running you through such a long spiel. I know. I know. Which is not his choice. I'm sure that's No, of course. That is, yeah, he is going by the book. Yeah. Yeah. That's unnecessary. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, Man. Yeah. Anyways, so I'm not going to say that. I, you know, five stars, much appreciated. And I just don't know if you have a bad thing to say, you can just, you can just, uh, you can just send me a message directly. (laughs) You can just send me a. You can just send a bag of uh, gorilla poop straight to my doorstep. That's one of the greatest websites. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, uh, leave us a review. Let make sure you're subscribed. Why not? Why the hell not? Yeah, we did ACL this weekend, Phil. Well, hold on. Did you, what are y'all doing with the windows? You doing a full window job all the way across? Oh, you bet your ass we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, windows aren't cheap. They're not. No. Okay. Not, way, nothing, not, nothing's cheap. <laughs> nothing is cheap. All right. They, they're good. I, windows seem to be predominantly made in the U.S. Uh huh. And I guess most of the raw material is over here as well, because the lead times don't seem to be out of whack like they are for literally everything else. So, um. Anyway, we uh we've got some stuff to talk about today, don't we? But uh, I wanted to mention ACL. Also, I should give a shout to uh, producer Randy, who is I feel like generously producing. Our podcast today, even after my Astros had to send his White Sox 
packing in just wow. embarrassing fashion Randy, yesterday. That's yeah, yeah. Uncalled for. <laughs> ten to one. Ten to one. It was what the score was. Just in, in case you weren't. Wow. If you would like to turn see that. this camera off and just do <laughs> double camera on me. Thanks, man. Um. Last week we talked a little about ACL. We talked a little bit about some some festival style and some bands, none of which you knew. Uh, did you did you learn anything? <laughs> <laughs> did you did you learn any anything out there this week? Did you discover any any artists that you weren't previously uh, <laughs> familiar with? I thought, well, I didn't. This is not a surprise, but Megan Thee Stallion was one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. What a great show. She has got Look, there's like this there's this lineage, right? Uh, and it dates further back than than I can even really say, but like when I was younger, it was like Foxy Brown, Lil Kim, and then came, you know, Cardi B mm-hmm. and uh or I'm sorry, Nicki Minaj and then Cardi B and then now like Megan Thee Stallion is like kind of next in line for for that throne, uh I would say. But I feel like I think she has the most charisma and the most stage presence and is the best like performer, like vocally out of any of the recent ones. Yeah, totally agree. When she is up there, I, f- I like I'm almost getting like Beyonce vibes. Should be no surprise that they both come from Houston. We just roll like that. Um and uh and and like the crowd was huge, super into it. Daytime show. And she has like 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 certified bona fide legitimate hit hits. She has one, two. It's like WAP, Hot Girl Summer, mm-hmm. and and thought shit. Yaddy yaddy yaddy. Body yaddy, body yaddy yaddy. <laughs> but like and those, those but those were big like almost like if you're a Megan The Stallion fan or if you're a big hip hop fan. Uh. Like I don't think they chart they. I, I don't know how high those charted on like a Billboard 200. My point is. Once she has a number of hits that like Nikki has, I I think that she will have surpassed all of them, just because of the of her presence and her performing ability. You feel like she's got a, a longer runway. I feel like she's got a, a, a longer runway, a higher ceiling. Yeah, I feel like she's got a very high ceiling. Nikki kind of fucked herself with the whole um, fake news vaccine. Stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, and and just a long list of of things like. Aligning herself with Takashi Six Nine, did she really? And then, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring, what's he doing? Bringing him on on her tour and doing oh. like a bunch of tracks with him. Randy, what's and then he like, doing? And then You're like, a big fan. <laughs> yeah, you and then like, he's going. Uh, Randy's going as Takashi Six Nine for Halloween. That's how big of a <laughs> fan he is. That you 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 should get one of the CB guys to to. That's a good costume for spooky season. Very very spooky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like she's like her. I think her husband is like an accused rapist or pedophile or something like that. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. She's got a lot of, I don't want to, not, not issues, but uh, she has kind of put her foot in her mouth on, on numerous occasions, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. That like takes her to a, a lesser level of uh, admiration, I guess, fandom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, Meg the Stallion was great. Very good show. A lot of fun. How about Greta Van Fleet? Did you like that one? Man, that was awesome. That's yeah. a that's a rock show. That it is. It is. How about ca- those outfits? The outfits are great. The the lead singer. Yeah. He he's just goes full Hobbit with it. He goes full Hobbit. His hair. Yeah. His little wispy mustache. His no his no <laughs> shoes. And I. But the outfit was very like old school. Rock, yes, with, yes, they all had you know rhinestones, velvet, like, yeah. bright velvet, shiny awesome. rhinestones. Yeah, that was great. Um, very, very good show. You think that guy? I think, I think we might be taller than that guy. Yeah, I think we are. <laughs> so we got that going for us. <laughs> he is, he's, I, but it almost like adds to the to the to the performance of it all. Mm-hmm. Just well, especially since he's got that voice. I mean, that's Jesus right. Christ. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is this is approximate. This is approximate. They're saying online that this guy's five nine. I'm I'm not. I'm not buying it Uh, for a second. Not even close. I am not buying it for a second. And Josh, his name's Josh Kiska. Shouts to. to, I mean, we stand a short king on this podcast. Mm -hmm. So not. I'm not taking anything away from you now. I. But uh, but there's no way he's five nine. No. 
Absolutely not. Doja Cat looked bigger than him up there. Yeah. And she's tiny, tiny woman. You know what I mean? Do you see Doja Cat? No. No. Too many people over there. Too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how, was your, how was your guy, Charlie Crockett? Fantastic. Yeah. Now that's a show. He's uh, show, he's pretty, pretty he's pretty old school country. Yeah, classic classic stuff. It's it's a classic sound, but he puts his own spin on it. Um, I can't say enough about him. I think he's great, and he's only getting started. There's a there's a little docu series on Netflix called Explained. You ever watch these? No. They're they're like twenty to twenty five minutes long. Very short. Very digestible. Mm-hmm. Extremely well done. Each of them tackles a single subject. Yeah. And so they're they're not like super deep or anything, but they're all they're all very you know informative and and you learn something. It's like a quick little history lesson. The most recent one that just came out is on country music, uh, and there are a lot of things that I did not know about the origins of country music, and they dive deep into like how country music specifically has always kind of like gatekept itself, very you know way more than other genres. They they only like certain things. There's like a race element to it. There's mm-hmm. a, a a misogyny element to it, where like women are like way 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 less likely to get any radio time. Which in country music is still like the thing that matters is like getting on country radio if you want to be a star. Anyway, bunch of cool stuff. But the I think the most interesting thing was how was uh, that originally you know what the genre was called. There were two genres when like popular music took off in the 1920s. There were race records. That was what the genre was called, which was anything race records, race records which was anything done by a black person. <laughs> and then there was hillbilly, which was which was everything, which was all the folk and country music. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Those were the two genres, which eventually like got rebranded as R and B and country and western. Huh? Yeah. And then like rock and hip hop like split like uh-huh. like kind of. You know, matriculated like through through various forks in the road and and, and offshoots of of those things. So just re- kind of a, a a cool thing. Anyway, it it kind of goes through like some of the various genres of country. And when I list, I listened to a little Charlie Crockett, and it was like very much like it felt like those kind of older, old, like kind of classic yeah country genres, right. if you will. No no bro country there. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude. The look of disgust on your face. I God, hate, you got to tune in. Watch media. Uh, YouTube.com slash watch media. <laughs> you got to see Phil's face right now. Also, you got to see my Astros jersey because they just made their fifth ALCS in a row. I mean, not, you know, don't wow. have to care about that. Just but. really rubbing it. <laughs> if you would like two angles of me, Randy, you can do that. I hate new country music. A lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there, there's a dude named Kane Brown. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Woo, man. That's fucked. <laughs> How do you feel about Sam Hunt? I don't even know what he sounds like. Oh, come on. He's been called the Drake of country music. See, no, you can't do that. <laughs> he's a gorgeous looking guy, you know? He's yeah. he's he's just, just stunning. Yeah, it's like, it, this is the next George Strait of hip-hop. <laughs> Who would that be? Who's the George Strait of hip-hop? <laughs> I don't know. That's got to be like Talib Kweli or like The Roots or something. The Roots, yeah. Yeah. What was his name? Sam Hunt. You, you, you I'm know sure. this guy. I'm sure. I'm sure I've heard him. We got to put. We got to put together a little quiz for for Phil to see like how many <laughs> how many bands he knows. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm you, gonna do. You put all the band. You, I think you put all the bands that you know on no, the Club Cool no, playlist. No, those are here's the. Here's ba- what I'll do. I will release. <laughs> You know how Instagram, not Instagram, Spotify will track, it's called on repeat, what you've been listening to a lot. Mm-hmm. I will release that. It will sh- it will blow your, f- your mind will just melt. Okay. Because of, because of the range, the range. And, and yeah. You, s- s- I will tell you this, Dixie Chicks make an appearance. All right. I like okay? the Dixie Chicks. You, do, is ACL too pop for you? Is it too, yeah. okay. You need like a cool indie festival to go to. No, I need old ACL back. Give me mm. Pearl Jam. Put Muse in there. Put fucking, you know, somebody that's, it's not just, um, like Tyler, the creator closes on Sunday. What? Yeah. This was an, this was an off lineup for sure. For sure. On the headliners. Yeah. I came up with the perfect ACL headliner. Let me get you, let me get your temperature on this. Okay. Maroon five. No. 
<laughs> I like them, but no, it, no, it is it's it is though it they are the perfect ACL headliner. They're they are pa- they are past the peak of their powers. They're past their height. They did the Super Bowl halftime show three or four years ago, and really, you do the Super Bowl halftime show like when you're when you've ju- like when you're on the downslope as well. Yeah, they, they're not putting like like Olivia Rodrigo is not going to be the halftime Super Bowl performer this year, right? Even though she's by far and away like the hottest artist out. You know what I mean? And 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 she may con- she she's on the upslope, but but my point is like whoever you think is at the pinnacle almost never does the halftime show. The yeah. closest they ever got was probably like Beyonce when they when she did it five six years ago. Anyway, Maroon Five, but they're but the but they have what forty five or fifty hits that you'd probably know. They've yeah. got like a huge repertoire to like pull from. Be a big sing along. It's good to dance to. It's fun pop music, and the lead singer is like a hot superstar. Sure. So I'd like they, they, yeah, they, I'm just saying that would be, I know you want a little, something a little bit heavier, a little bit grungier, maybe not necessarily a little I less think... pop, a little more rock. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I, but I'm just throwing it out there. If anybody from C3 or live nation is listening, they're not maroon five is <laughs> <laughs> here is body like a back road. I don't want to waste our 15 seconds on this. <laughs> you got to you got to speed it. You got to fast forward a little bit, I think. If you played it one and a half x, I think we'll we'll skirt all the copyright laws. So this is like You imagine going to see this? Um, I would go see this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, b- beyond the fact that his music is like enjoyable pop country. And I can't really, I can't really hate on him God. for for the music. Do Do you want to know like the other reason why I would go to a Sam Hunt concert? Um. Yeah, sure. What I mean, it, it it would it would just be an absolute like you've never seen so many attractive women in I your knew entire you life. Fucking say that. <laughs> Look at Randy. Randy knows exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. That I, I like. You ever been to the Houston Rodeo? Yeah. Okay. Imagine that, but like just. Oh, just then you put the hottest guy up on stage and it's like a, a smaller show than the Astrodome. Oh my God. No, that's like not those, it. The, that's you, not it. You Get know. Tim McGraw to do the show. Now you're talking. That's the same audience. Tim, Tim McGraw? Yeah. Hey, what, what, what am I going to... No, I don't want Tim McGraw. It's a sing-along. How about Tim McGraw and Faith Hill together? Fine. <laughs> how about uh, how about Carrie... Uh, Underwood? What? Underwood. <laughs> how about Carrie Underwood? <laughs> no. I, if Carrie Underwood ever does does a festival or a show that I I want to go to, you think she you think she plays the Sunday Night Football song? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome because that would be awesome. Yeah. I would like to see the Sunday Night Football song yeah. done performed live by her. You know, so uh, speaking of ladies, there there were Friday and Saturday it was interesting because this it, there was a huge dip. There was a drop off on Sunday of this. So many butts out. Yeah, a lot of butts. That was the trend this year. But butts out. If you had a butt, you needed it out. Also, not just girls. Yeah, a lot no. of guys with their ass out. That, uh, that's what. Yeah, you yeah. included. <laughs> you know, I've been waiting to debut those. We each had a pair of shorts that we were ready to ready to uh, <laughs> to pop off with at, at ACL. Yeah. Um, but no, man, it was I, all, all jokes aside. It was great to be back out there. Mm-hmm. Really, really nice to be be back on the festival scene. Um, and it was a lot of, a lot of fun, a lot of good shows, despite, yeah. despite a somewhat lackluster lineup. Still had fun. Miley was great. Miley was very, very good, good show. Yeah. She was a, a total rock star out there. Um, she stopped, she played about an hour and 15 and she had an hour and a half for her set. I wish she had, I wish she had taken that extra 15 minutes. Cause I feel like she, she, she come out later. She no, no, early. no, uh, uh-uh. uh, she, she, she went off early. And and she left some some hits on the floor. I thought, huh. or some some of the newer stuff, some of the newer hits. I feel like her voice doesn't last that long. That's a, that, that's a that is voice to that's keep possible. That is very possible. Two weeks in a row out there. Yeah, I, I mean, well, think about when she's on tour doing yeah. that like every other night. That that is that's a good point. But you know, I don't know. Gaga does it for does yeah. two hour shows, and, and she's she's belting it out. But fair point because she Miley does like she does like a Janis Joplin cover. And I, that just has to like absolutely shred your your vocal yeah. cords when you when you put that on. So, um, today's podcast.
brought to you by us, brought to you by you, our patrons on patreon.com slash club cool. Go check it out. Go join us. That's the best way to directly support the podcast. We have a great group. The, uh, the, you know, the primary perk there for either tier that you join is, is access to our discord, which I've talked about numerous times on this podcast. So I, I won't belabor the, the point, but a lot of good stuff on there. I learn about stuff in the discord constantly. So I definitely think that you will as well. Um, again, access to that through either our $2 or our $5 tier. Plus you'll get some great editorials. Most recent one that I, I, I put out, I mentioned, uh, I mentioned last week, um, was, uh, was all from mall brands, but it was comparing every item on the list to something that would have cost a lot more from a contemporary label that, that, uh, the likes of which we like to talk about on this podcast. So that's the most recent one. Plus I do a wish list, which is a higher end editorial for our, for our higher end tier. And, uh, it's just, it's just a great time in there. Yeah. I would recommend everybody that listens to this podcast join, especially after you've given us a five-star review. So that's, that's our request today. That is, uh, that's our sponsor. And, um, we can keep it moving. What do you think about this? That's pretty good. Isn't that good? Yeah. And I'm not going to say what it is. Okay. If, it's if, spooky. It's only for the people watching that, on, on YouTube.com slash watch media. bend your mind, won't it? <laughs> yeah, I've never seen anything like that. Randy? Pretty cool, huh? the, the, I mean, the thing about it is, is that the spoon does not exist. Once, once you realize that the spoon does not exist, you'll be able to, to bend the spoon. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, I've got a few. I've got a few news things I want to talk to you about. But first, I've got a little show and tell. Um, I'm pulling out here. I've mentioned this brand as a brand discovery. Let me do some plastic crinkling Man, in the microphone. Yeah, that, that is loud. <laughs> a little a- ASMR for for the people out there. Um, this is a brand that I've talked about. I've been wanting to shop for a while. It's called Sefer. Uh-huh. Kind of fits in with with uh, with Sunflower, which we also mentioned, and Our Legacy and Acne Studios. It's it's Swedish or Danish or or, or something over there. Um, so this is a pair of, of pants that I, I've just tried. Can you tell what these are? It would appear to be leather. Aha. Uh-huh. But it's not, is it? They're not leather. Uh-huh. Vegan. They, this is vegan leather, and this seems to be a vi- this this is booming mm-hmm. as we as we pull back on our on our meat and we switch from burgers to those that are impossible. Uh, and we, we I, I feel like in general, we're, we're at, like people that are conscious of the environment are trying to pull back on their, on their usage of, of, of animals in general, whether that's farming for, for food or, or, or leather goods or, or whatever it may be. Anyway, I've noticed brands like Sefer. Another one is Nanushka, uh, lots of like very popular contemporary, cool kind of leading bleeding edge brands doing a bunch of crazy directional shit, doing products like this. That are not real leather, um, and it's one of those things, kind of almost like the, the the meat substitutes right now, which I, I think they're close to figuring out. I'm gonna pass these over to you. You can see what you think. Um, oh yeah. What what's your? I know you're already kind of like you're you're borderline vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Or, ha, have you ever thought about like this uh, this this alternative to leather type stuff? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if it if it looks and feels the same, what? Why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't get the smell. This yeah, and there's obviously like I mean, they've been trying to do this forever. This is the uh, this is the best version that I've I've ever felt. I think, and I think on they look pretty. They're a pretty good simulacrum for leather. What? But what? What's a simulacrum? <laughs> like a, a substitute. <laughs> What's he talking about? <laughs> He gets these Swedish pants and he's rattling off these <laughs> simulacrum. Something that replaces reality with its representation. That's what? a perfect. That's- <laughs> you, you have one of those calendars, just like word of the day. I bet you do. <laughs> I do not. I don't. I'm just, you know. These are cool. Big vocab guy. I can't imagine these would look. I would look like a buffoon in these. Well, so. It, the, that that's the one thing I may need to, to find a, to a one size down in these. They said they ran big, but they didn't have like my, my true in between size. So I kind of had to go up two, and they, they fit, but they are maybe a little bit too baggy. Uh, just if, if to talk about fit real quick here. Um, but, but yeah, I, I also think that this, this alternative, this vegan leather, I think it works really well in like a piece that you, are considering more of like a trend item 
as opposed to like a lifelong investment. Yeah. You know, so it's like with your like your John Elliott Ryder leather jacket. Like I wouldn't buy something like that in the in the in this representation of leather. Yeah. You know? Right. I I think it's 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 actually ideal for me in in pants. Mm-hmm. One, leather pants very difficult to wear in general. They're hot. They don't stretch. They're they can be uncomfortable. They get sticky. We've all seen the Friends episode uh, where Ross tries to 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 get them on and then off. Um, so I really I like I like it in pants. I think it's a great great place for it. And then with some of the other stuff that they're doing, which is like the big blue sons or like even like maybe the the blazers. Also, maybe good spots to try it out. But like if you're going for, I need a leather jacket. Whether you yeah. want a a trucker or a rider or, or a bomber or whatever it is. Like that's one spot where I still think you kind of want the real thing unless you're just total, unless you're going full vegan lifestyle. Right. In which case what they're making right now, not bad. No, not at all. They've re- I think what they've really figured out here is like the graining, mm-hmm. like the, 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 the look of the, of the hide. Do you know what it is? What the material actually Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's one thing that they're using, which I, I feel like is part of the new blend is, uh, I think it's, there's some viscous uh-huh. viscous, which yeah, 44% viscous, huh. which is what, what, what you typically see on like a, like a, a, uh, an Aloha Fine. style shirt, a camp, yeah. Camp shirt. That's like kind of, um, doing the silky thing yeah. without using silk. That's where you usually see like viscous or rayon 50% polyurethane what's typically found in like the pleather six percent poly so yeah um should have should have worn those out to acl i really should have there were I, the, the, no I'm, I, I really shouldn't have that's <laughs> that blows my mind more than anything at acl is when people are wearing jeans out I there know. i do not get that i know it was nine it was in the 90s every single day this weekend it's crazy some and of people the girls jeans in jeans in like felt hats in like a full ass blazer <laughs> pants uh, boots. The boots are what killed me. Yeah. Walking around all day and in the boots would destroy you. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. That yeah, it is tough. Um, all right. What else we got today? You see this, you see this Nike leak, this Nike sneakers leak. Uh-huh. They, uh, it looked like kind of a fake leak to me. Intentional or, uh, leak. I'm doing air quotes here. Yep. I mean, yeah. It's, an, it's a leak, an intentional one. This was reported uh, from Complex, I believe, is who got their hands on this deck that was apparently used in an internal meeting at Nike. It's basically basically Nike higher-ups acknowledging that there is an issue within the sneaker community regarding exclusivity and fairness on the sneakers app. And that they are now officially worried, and we've discussed this many times, that they are alienating their like core consumer base. That like the people that actually want the sneakers to wear the sneakers or to collect the sneakers are not getting any sneakers. And they certainly are 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 realizing that the perception, at the very least, uh, is that only people with like fake accounts and bots and and all the other things are are getting any access to the sneakers. They reported that only 20% of users think that the app is operating fairly. Wow. And they want that number to be at 80%. A couple other th- things that, uh, numbers that it was, this was especially interesting because you've got some, you, we finally got some numbers on this stuff. They would typically expect maybe 300, 350,000 users on the app in like a given morning entering for one or more drops. Mm-hmm. Over the last two years, that number has ballooned to over 750,000. Wow. And the success rate in 2021 uh, has been at 7% or the fulfillment rate, like the, the amount of demand that they can fulfill 7%. Um, so, you know, we can, we can do some math there. Right. But like that is putting mo- mostly they are releasing nominally like 50,000 pairs of shoes, sometimes a little less, sometimes a little more. Uh, the, the, the rate of success in 2019 and 2020 was at 13. So it's been nearly sliced in half over the past year, basically. So this is, you know, why can, why, why can we not even acquire one single pair of GR, you know, generally it's supposed to be lots of dunks because they, they're not making any com- compared to the demand, which is, I mean, sounds very obvious when we say it out loud, but like to actually get stats behind it is, is pretty interesting. Um, and what, one of the things that they were, are like 
kind of holding up as like an example of what they want to do pushing forward is what they did with the off-white dunks, the the 50, um, where you didn't enter a draw for those, right? You were given exclusive access. You had a push notification from the app, hey, you have the opportunity to buy these. Mm-hmm. Based on the numbers that they talk about, and I think that this is one that they actually give you, they were able to deliver 500,000 pairs of those. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder everybody hit on it. So no what? Yeah. But the way that they, like, like one of the things that they're going for here is that they want to reshape and reframe this, like, the, I, this idea of exclusivity and, and therefore of, and through that, like, fairness within the app. So it's kind of a genius thing to set to unload five hundred thousand units of something, but fifty different versions. Yeah. So it's like each <clears throat> each singular version is still very limited, still very exclusive because of the specific colorway, and that's why if you go on the resale market, that specific shoe still is probably reselling for for double or or maybe triple depending on the colorway, but five hundred thousand people got them. So that's that's pretty that that is a pretty smart, pretty clever, pretty forward way to to do something. So uh, it will be interesting to see what else they have in store to kind of to to maybe finally start combating some of this. I mean, and the thing is, like, if you've got seven hundred fifty thousand people entering a draw, you you can up the number of shoes by a lot mm-hmm. from fifty thousand and still have them be very very exclusive. Like you you can. 5x that number and you're still deliver delivering product to a third of the people entering right like so the, the this idea that they can't make more shoes because then they'd lose exclusivity is is i think just false um now you start releasing that number of shoes the people entering every single drop probably starts to come down but like there is a happy medium there don't think you want 750,000 people entering every single drop because that is what is adding to this like idea that nobody ever hits on anything. Anyway, um, it was just is it was noteworthy because I, I think last time we that we we touched on this subject, we were kind of like, well, Nike probably doesn't care. They're selling out of shoes and the resale market is bonkers and like th- this is all great for them. Mm-hmm. So what you know, like what's but I, I I it it sounds like they are at least acknowledging that they want they're the, the actual consumers, the ones that don't have bots, the ones that are not quote unquote resellers to like start having more access to start feeling like this is more fair. And so I, I don't know over the, over the next 12 to 18 months, I, I, you know, maybe we'll see some more cool stuff, uh, come out of the sneakers app. the hard part, the interesting part for them will be with all the supply chain stuff that we're going through. Yeah, dude. Like is Nike vertical enough to where they won't be affected by it? They're big enough to where they could do the the chartering of the they the they ship. could charter their own ship, yeah. their own jets. Yeah, ab- absolutely. With a big swoosh on the side. Of course, I don't know how many jets you need for five hundred thousand pairs of shoes. They could figure it out. <laughs> but um, yeah, and like I, you got to think Nike owns factories, right. Yeah. right? So they they can keep some type of, you know, they're. I don't think they're. I don't think Nike is fighting for production space, like smaller brands are. But it, it, it's still interesting because I mean. I'm sure there's something that's affecting them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you can avoid, like right now, m- m- there's basically an electricity shortage in China. So some, the fabric mills and the production uh, facilities are essentially having to take turns. <laughs> and so you, you, you're only getting like operation like maybe three days a week right now. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Because they're not, because they... They're rationing electricity. Are y'all going to road trip down to the port and pick up the Haller stuff? <laughs> Swim out to the tanker ships? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like pirates? Yeah. 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 We might. It'd be a good content video. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Take the fishing boat out. That would be great content. Yeah. Yeah. Fishing boat. You know, one of those fast boats with like three motors on the back. Hauling ass out to the. Oh, yeah. 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 Three, you know, three big 300s. Yeah. Big, oh, yeah. Full production. Hauling ass. Yeah. Tossing off cardboard boxes. Yes. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That would that would kind of that would be like a step in the wrong direction for the environment. Well, and the message you're putting out there. What? That we're 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 not tossing them into the ocean. Oh, you're tossing them onto the onto the boat that uh, we brought out there. That's the product that I'm that I'm yeah. I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Because see, the drug dealers they throw it into the ocean. Oh, right, 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 right. 
and then they, they like floats. They have yes. a little beacon in it. Somebody <laughs> goes out and collects it. You seem to know a lot more about the cocaine distribution <laughs> than, than I do, Barry. You know, yeah, I'm sure you've watched a cocaine documentary. Yeah. You're a big doc guy. Yeah. Cocaine cowboys. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so we got Nike. A couple other things I want to hit on here today. What else did I have for you? Oh, you wanted to talk about... Um, there's a little sneaker brand. We may have mentioned them before. Axel Arigato. Mm-hmm. That, you know, this was started by a, a, a model. That's a brand started by a, a model. He, he used to be like, in like the hashtag menswear era, he was like the J. Crew model. Ah. He was one of like three that they always, 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 always used. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's who started Axel Arigato. I can't remember his name right now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he's, he's, doing, he's doing some cool sneaker stuff. And... I liked them, and the but I'm just worried that I'm getting duped because they're all very similar to like Asics. You know, Asics did those canvas type looking yes runners. Yep, he has a couple of those that are very very similar. Even like the markings. Yeah, there 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 is some there there is some truth to the fact that a lot of what he is doing is essentially lesser expensive ver- less expensive versions of of some of the more expensive stuff out there. Yeah. But, you know, that's like what you heard of this brand Collegium? Uh. they're doing they're they're doing a very similar thing. Like they Collegium makes like a very similar looking retro basketball shoe that looks a lot like the one from Rude. Yeah. Their, their recess. People love them. Yeah. They're, you know, a third of the price or half the price or whatever. So it's I I think that these sneaker silhouettes, man, like there's 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 a glaring lack of original originality as is. Mm-hmm. Like every high top basketball shoe kind of looks like a Jordan one mm-hmm. at this point, and 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 every runner sort of looks like a an Asics or a Balenciaga thing, and like so I think that at least with brands like Collegium, Axel Arigato, they are. They're still using premium materials. There's still yes. a thought process within the design. They're still trying to add a, something unique or a personal touch. This looks a lot like an the off-white. It looks like a golden goose almost, that, that runner that they do. Yeah, it's yeah, the... yeah. It's kind of hybrid. And and I, I think I mentioned or suggested Axel Arigato to you yes. at some point last year when we you did. were kind of looking for like, yeah, that looks a lot like the Asics. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great. Mm-hmm. It, I like it's it. Very I like cool. both No, of them. no, it's very, very good. Uh, anyway, yeah, this, this isn't a potential alternative to like a common project or a golden goose as well. Right. It's See, like, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something that's that, that you can wear to a meeting that right. you don't look like a, a fool. Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see those on here, but they definitely have a, I think it's called like a domino or ace or something. Th- there is definitely something. Oh, right here. It's there. The 90, the something 90, right? The clean 90. Maybe. This is definitely one of them. That's that's yeah, that's nice. That's in that world. There's another version that almost looks kind of bowling shoe esque mm-hmm. that I really like. But yeah, as we as we um, as we continue our 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 uh, our debate about whether Golden Goose deserves to uh, exist <laughs> or not, uh, <laughs> the ongoing the ongoing coverage. <laughs> it's nice to have options out yeah, there. Yeah. 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 That's uh, back to the to ACL. I thought I was going to see a lot more. Yeah. I, gu- I guess I guess all of the girls left the left the geese at home. Either that, they were or out those there. Girls were up in the VIP section. Maybe so. Flexing. I, that that's that's definitely possible. Yeah. yeah. I you know what there were a lot of, and what I continue to see, the all white Air Force Ones continue to be mm-hmm. wildly popular. Yeah. And for some reason, like the more cooked they are. Like the grosser and more beat up they are, the better. Yeah, and it's a like, I'm, I'm, I guess I might be contradicting myself here because I like the way the Golden Goose looks, don't like the way a cooked Air Force One looks, yeah. but like I don't know that the the, I guess what I, sometimes what I see with the Air Force One is that they are so beat. Yeah, and you know that's not an intention. Like yeah, yeah, it's kind of gross it's through. Yeah, yes, it's through actual wear. What the it's fuck not- are you doing with those shoes? <laughs> It's like I don't know. Maybe wipe those down for me, just like <laughs> one, like one time. Um, yeah. 
Let's see. A uh, couple other pieces of news here. Entire world. Ah, uh, bummer. R.I.P. Um, I end of the world. I entire world at, at the end of the world. Yeah, this is the guy that did Band of Outsiders. Mm-hmm. So an, th- that was his first brand that that went belly up. Scott Sternberg is the creator's name. Entire world was his like return to the fashion universe. Came out a few years ago, I want to say. Three or four years ago now. It's cool stuff, man. Basics, yeah. very minimal. He was doing boxy tees, Oxford, some polos, great boxers. They're they're running a site-wide like, liquidation sale right now. If you don't have any of their boxers, and and like I'm typically like a trunks or trunks and briefs guy, yeah. but I like to have some boxers around as well. Love their boxers. Mm, very, very trim fit, like super comfortable. Only downside is that like they recommend hang drying them. Now, your miles may vary. Go ahead, toss them in the dryer if you want to live on the edge. I have hung dry them, but you know that's kind of that. That's a I know that's a step too far for yeah. for many. So it is for twelve bucks a pop though. Right now, I think they are like take your chances, man. Throw them for in the sure. dryer, see I'm, what happens. I'm in after we wrap up here. But yeah, he he posted this. Uh, if you got their emails or were on their Instagram, he posted this this kind of lengthy goodbye to the company, and was basically like we. This is a full-on operation. There are so many moving parts. It requires a lot of money, and we needed help. We needed investment. We were very close to an acquisition deal, which fell through at the last second, and now we are like ass out. Like Now we have to liquidate everything and, and close up shop. And it just, man, like I was thinking about a lot of things, but this is such a difficult business to be in. Yeah. Any business where you need inventory like this. Right. Not only inventory, but mi- different sizes in the same piece. That's always tough. You're always going to run into issues with projection because you don't have to just, you, like, you, you're not saying I'm going to sell a thousand iPods. You got to sell, you're saying I'm going to sell 200 small iPods, 300 medium iPods, yeah, three, right. like that whole thing, which is a mess. Um, and it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's surprising to see this. It's surprising and unsurprising to see entire world fail here. Um, it was direct to consumer, so they weren't like losing margin on wholesale, but maybe their margins weren't that good to begin with, and they were probably operating out of New York, which is super expensive. I don't know. I'm just. I'm. I'd be curious to to get the curtain pulled back and hear a little bit more about this story. Um, it sucks that this is the second time this has happened to Scott Sternberg, who creatively and like as a visionary seems to have wonderful ideas that uh just just can't seem to uh to last um and then the other thing i thought about man is like you got guys out there like ruigi villasenor mm-hmm. who founded rude who is like rocking Audemars Piguet's and Richard Mille watches and yeah. driving around in Rolls Royce SUVs and like buying like $40,000 desks <laughs> Right. Like, and I'm just, I'm, I am so struck at like how that guy seems to be so wildly successful. Like it's, is, is this, is what, is what I'm learning here that you should be charging $400 for a t-shirt instead of 50. Is that, is that the way? It might be the way. Because they are notorious for awful customer service, they barely have any product. Their website is is archaic and not and not that great. Low overhead. They, baby. they are in wholesale. They, so they are like you know, the, the, they must have a shit ton of margin built in there. The I, I, I'm just I'm just confused at how that is so successful with seemingly like. You know, you got it. That there is plenty of overhead there, whether it's marketing or the cost of the product or whatever. An entire world can't be successful. Yeah, because it seems like entire world would appeal to a broader audience. Yes, and sell a lot more products yeah. and have a lot more demand mm-hmm. and like just be able to direct to consumer, right? And not even and with and, and they they can't even stay in business. Meanwhile, Ruigi is like spending. You know, must have like a burn rate of right five million dollars a year, mm-hmm. like. I'm just. You just got to think that he's backed by some. You think they already investment. got investment, basically. I would think so. I don't know. I would assume that. Yeah, they've probably got some investment there. Yeah. So, R.I.P. to entire world. Um, we hardly knew ye, but 
Uh, go go give them a, a little bit of last minute liquidation business, I guess. Yeah, that that sucks to see that go. But hey, see what he has. In the I'm sure he's got something. I'm sure he's got something cooked up next. Yeah, you know these guys like Scott, like they, they yeah, they they fall down, they get back up. Uh, speaking of, you see Tyler Haney, new business launching in December. Don't really? know what don't we don't know what it's going to be. Just a business. Yeah, baby baby number two, and new business both coming in December. Huh. According to her social media. Nice. So. Very, very interested to see what it Me is too. from her. I'm very I, interested. I get the idea; it's not going to be clothing. Really? I, yeah. I'm thinking wellness, yeah. lifestyle, some, a little something Alba or other. Pivot. Yeah, Jessica Alba or um, yeah, Goop mm-hmm. or 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 something more along those lines. Yeah. I, I feel like she. I, maybe a clothing line for her again someday. But I feel like this next thing, like I think she's, I think she's out that game. I think she's probably still has a little bit of a bad taste in her mouth from it. Yeah, so, rightfully so. And rightfully so. I mean, I, as we just discussed, this this shit is not easy. <laughs> yeah, you got buried um, on, a, on a fast boat going to get. Um, yeah, we're yeah we're driving out to or boating out to tanker ships and and hauling our own stuff off of airplanes. Uh, last thing that I wanted to mention today, Phil, before we get up out of here, LL Bean, the latest to get on the uh, the kind of worn the the wear and worn. Pre, uh, previously loved pre-owned train they did a little instagram sale where they had up for 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 grabs some old pre-loved pre-owned kind of vintage ll classic ll bean pieces throw them up and uh and and i'll, I'll yeah I'll, yeah i'll pull them up <laughs> why not <laughs> yeah um, i keep getting targeted by them and their collaboration with todd snyder yeah, yeah. I didn't like it as much this year. Yeah, I'm just so scared of that now after the pants debacle. I feel like everything's going to be so big. So, yeah, pre-loved collection sale. Now, now, Phil, I, now I need you to note here, because this is going to be a, a point of discussion. Uh, please note the number of followers that LLB uh, has. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Right. 392,000. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, people like this type of stuff. You know, there are vintage stores that do these little Instagram sales. They'll sell through a few, you know, a dozen products very quickly. They don't have 392,000 followers. People and, and L.L. Bean, the outdoor thing, the fleece thing, the, just this is ripe for them to move through some 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 great looking vintage previously loved product. 392,000 people. Surely they can move some stuff. I'm laughing because I figure that that's a low number for this. Oh, you think so? Yeah. They should be in the millions. It's L.L. Bean. Yeah, but they're not they're not Instagram savvy. <laughs> they should be. They're like look look at this. This is yeah. this is not good. <laughs> it's not it's not Oh, m- look at that dachshund in the back. That's good. <laughs> All right here. Oh yeah, that's that's good. I'm into that. That's what is that, in a jacket? Uh, promote that intern who who put that one on there. Yeah. No, he's just in a I think he's a tote. He's riding in a yeah, tote. See, that's what we want. Um but no, I look, this is a fine Instagram, but it's certainly not like curated and, and not like the have... club cool okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wor- that's performance art phil you, you just <laughs> yeah you just wouldn't get it right yeah um less is more all right so so th- they're all sold through their stuff and I, I just want you to count how many products they had for their three hundred ninety-two thousand followers <laughs> i can see the tab <laughs> uh here you go here's a nice little uh you know rules here's yeah. how you do it okay one at one two Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, that's it. It's closed. Holy <laughs> shit. That's it? So, you know, we'll just rewind to the to the Nike sneakers numbers real quick. Yeah. Uh, they have, you know, nominally 50,000 products for 750,000 ent- entries. Almost nobody wins. It's very hard to acquire the product. You got eight Everybody gets gets very mad. Here you had eight products for three hundred and ninety-two thousand fo- Instagram followers. Oh, uh, that's good. So this was uh, they took like they took exclusivity to the next level with this thing. Do you know where they're out of? L O Bean, like uh, Maine, I think. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, be- the the Bean boots are historically made in Maine, I believe, and so I, I'm I'm. I'm feeling like I'm going with Maine. I'm like 95%. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, uh, LL Bean, 
I think on the next one, maybe, maybe like, I don't know, double the product. You can put yeah. 16 things up for sale. <laughs> I think, I think that, that you'll be successful good. with, with, uh, with, with 16 products. Um, so yeah, but, uh, I, I think they're going to run this back a bit. This again, this is, I learned about this LLB thing through the, through the, through the discord. And it sounds like they might do another one with knitwear or something. Maybe they'll have a third one with fleece. Point being, uh, the, this post had the, about the pre-loved sale, 15,000 likes, 320 comments. This is engagement. This is something that the, that your fans are, are, are biting on. And you're putting out, and you're putting eight out products. eight products that I, for a brand that I'm sure is like coming to terms, like they're doing the collaboration with Todd Snyder. They're, they're getting in on this LLB or on this uh, pre-loved thing. Like you can tell that they're making some strides to like stay relevant, stay mm-hmm. modern. I think you need more than, than eight units there, bud. So you were right. Freeport, Maine, Freeport, Maine nailed it. Uh, yeah, man. But, uh, but that's it. That's all I got. Okay. That's all I got for us today. You ready to get on up out of here? Mm-hmm. It's a good show. Really good right. show. Uh, thank you to producer Randy. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Go check us out. Patreon.com slash Club Cool. Everybody, enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, we'll see you soon. Peace. Peace and love. <laughs>